You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello, it's Rebecca, and today we are going to be talking about whether you are powerful or just proficient. And this really matters when it comes to you building your business because if you are working in your skill sets only or you're relying on the experiences that you've had in the past and you are not leaning into your area of power, then you are keeping yourself small. And this is something that happens to people over and over and over. It's probably one of the biggest problems that I see out there is that people are not aware about what areas they have that are powerful because they confuse a skill where they have become proficient at something and they confuse that to be an area of power. So if you have ever wondered why you are not excelling at your business, why you struggle and get depleted And no matter how hard you try, you just don't feel like you can have that major breakthrough. Well, possibly what's going on is that you are only being proficient. That means that you are good, but you're not being great because you aren't applying your power properly to your business. I'm here to help you to clear that up and I will be attaching a power assessment Definitely download that power assessment for yourself because that is going to give you everything that you need to know to get very clear on what your area of genius is, what your power area is. And then you will also be able to identify the areas where you have built up skills. And skills are good. And this is what's beautiful about us as humans. We have the ability to learn and get proficient at anything. But unfortunately, sometimes that very thing that we have the ability to get good at something keeps us from our greatness. The reason why I am so passionate about helping people to discern whether it is an area of power or if they're merely proficient is because for 10 years, I worked within a skill area only. And I truly didn't even understand what I was doing wrong. And I see that out there in the world over and over and over. People are not aware of the areas that they have that they're really good at. A great indicator for you to know if you are working in a skill only is that you won't be happy. You won't feel energetic. You won't enjoy what you're doing. You won't have enthusiasm. You won't feel satisfied. So if that is you, I want you to listen up because... What happened to me was when I was just a young girl and I got out of high school, I was so excited to go out into the world and to become successful. And of course, what we were taught back then was go out and get an education so that you can have a good future. I had gotten really bad grades in high school. The only school that would accept me was a junior college. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I joined in a fashion merchandising program. And I was excited because that was something that I wanted to do. And I saw myself in the fashion world working around style and product. By the time that I started school, they had changed the program to business. And it was no longer a fashion program. It was a business where I had to take all kinds of business classes like accounting and programming and basic computer system classes, which was not at all what I wanted to do. 
But like most people, I kind of just settled for it. I didn't know what else to do. I just settled for it and I went to college for all of these business classes. What ended up happening is I found myself very depressed and depleted. By the time I was 19 years old, I had already found myself partying and just living for the weekend and checking out and I felt very unenthusiastic about life. I mean, how sad is that? At 19 years old, I already felt defeated. So what ends up happening is my mom gave me some really old school advice that I actually took. And what she told me was, Becky, this isn't who you are. You need to get your life together. You need to join the military. After a weekend of Hollywood movies and my stepdad telling me of all his great stories of travel in the military, I made a decision to join the Navy. And this is a very laughable thing because I am the girliest girly girl, most undetailed, undisciplined person you probably have ever met. And here I was joining the Navy. So I go into the Navy and the good thing about it is I met my husband there and we've now been married for over 24 years. And I'm so grateful for that. But it was a horrible, horrible fit for me. I was the worst sailor you ever did see. I got in so much trouble in boot camp all the time because I was not detail-oriented, routine, consistent, disciplined, nothing that you needed to be in the military. I was none of those things. My husband is actually all of those things. So he was a great military person. But I was a horrible fit for military. And once I got out of the military, I continued to get jobs in back office jobs that were detail-oriented, working on the systems that I had learned in school, continuing to build skills in the areas that I was never aligned with in the first place. So for 10 years, I was in that industry, in, in the military and then working office jobs, and I was in trouble all the time. I was constantly being called into the office and reprimanded because I had messed up, did something wrong, I was unhappy, I lived for my lunch break when I can get out of the cold office and go get some sunshine and take some deep breaths, and I just knew that there had to be more to life. I was so miserable. So it wasn't until my second daughter was born and I was not able to go back to my job because they changed it from a full-time to a part-time and I couldn't afford daycare. That it gave me the idea that I really believe that it was a blessing that God gave me the idea to start my own childcare business so I was able to stay home with my daughter and we had another daughter at the time also. I didn't have to go back to work and I made twice the amount of money working from home that I did at those other jobs. And for the first time, I was actually doing something that was in my area of power. I was running my own business and it suited my needs. Most of my powers are in relationships, so I was really good at providing care for children and relating to the parents and making them feel safe while I watched their kids. And at that time, I was already in business for myself as well, in network marketing and then later on in direct sales. And all of those were well suited to me. And honestly, it was just by chance that that ended up happening. If I hadn't got pregnant and had a need to be able to stay with my daughter, then maybe I would have still been working in that industry. Maybe I never would have found my way. But I did find my way and I had gotten into network marketing direct sales where I started doing a lot of personal development, and that is when I got to tap into my absolute power, which is developing people and relating with people and helping people. And so now that's what I do as a personal growth mentor. I get to help people like you discover who they are, understand how they're knitted together, and help them align with their God-given purpose. And then, of course, because I was 
20 years in the network marketing direct sale industry, I learned so many success principles and business development that I'm fully equipped to help somebody to grow their business. So I hope by teaching you about the difference between your power, your areas of proficiency, which are your skills and your weaknesses, I can help you to apply your power to your business and to not get caught up in the trap of the areas that you're skilled in. And you can work around your weaknesses, which we're going to be talking about. So first, let's talk about what it feels like to work in a power area. When you're working within a power zone, it feels completely effortless. And this is the part that gets people very confused. You are so good at it and it comes so naturally to you. It's so effortless to you that you don't even acknowledge that it's a power area because it's always been a part of you. When you are in a power area, it is so easy to focus. Time will pass and you won't even realize it because in an area of power, when you're working in an area of power, it's easy to focus and get lost in what you're doing. Also, when you're in an area of power, you can work at it all day long without growing weary. You have incredible stamina and energy when you're doing something in an area of power. It'll also make you feel very excited and enthusiastic and passionate about what you're doing. A lot of times when people bring up something that is in your area of power, you can't keep from engaging in that conversation because it gives you energy to even talk about it. Also, what's great about areas of power is when you're doing it, you feel in flow and relaxed and confident. If you watch somebody in an area that they're powerful in, it is an incredible thing to watch and they have so much confidence and it's just awesome to watch somebody work in their power area. And the best part of working in a power area is that you feel satisfied from it. You feel happy and content and satisfied after you put effort toward it instead of feeling weary and exhausted. So what happens is instead of working in an area where you're powerful in, a lot of times we will build up skills. You build up a skill, of course, by doing something over and over. And even confidence can come from doing something over and over. And that's that proficient part. You become proficient at doing something and it masks itself as a power. So sometimes you don't even recognize that you're not working in a power zone, that it's a skill zone only. And it's great that we have the ability to learn how to do anything. If you can understand, this is also what keeps us good instead of great. So another way to look at what is the areas that you're powerful in is ask yourself, what is it that others tell you that you're good at? So again, even if it's something that comes so naturally to you that you kind of blow it off when people say, you're so good at that, you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're not even able to take it seriously because it comes so easily to you. That is a good indicator that it's an area of power. Also, this can be a confusing one because usually if you're really good at something, people will ask you for help with it. But if you've built a skill in like being an accountant or a lawyer or, or anything really, they may be asking you for help with it but a big indicator of if it's a skill or a power is, do you enjoy it? Because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, likely that's not an area of power. And so ask yourself, what can you do effortlessly all day? What 
engrosses you, that gets you so focused that time passes and you don't even realize it. What are you doing when that happens? And that is going to help you to understand where your area of power is. And the best part is I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing when you feel happy? Because when you are working in an area of power, you will feel satisfied and happy. So like I said, I have a PDF for you that is in a power assessment that will give you an opportunity to assess yourself and figure out what areas you are powerful in. But it's very important for you to be able to discern, is this something that I'm powerful in because I've learned a skill in it? Or is this something that I'm powerful in because it meets all of that criteria of it makes you happy, you can do it effortlessly, it gives you energy, you enjoy it. People ask you to help them with that all the time and say that you're good at it. If it meets those standards, and especially if you enjoy it, then likely you can answer that properly. There are four different domains of power, and I base all of my stuff on the Strength Finders. It's a book called Strength Finders, and I call those four domains of power action powers, relationship powers, influencing powers, and thinking powers. I'm not going to get into really great detail into those. You'll just have to take the assessment so that you can decide for yourself what areas that you're powerful in. But what's great about it is once you take the assessment, you can decide for yourself if you have a lot of powers in one zone, then that will give you a good indicator and clue as to what you should be focusing on in your business. So for instance, my power areas are in relationship. Four out of the five on my top ones are in relationship. And you might be somebody who has a lot of action powers. And that is amazing because you tend to get a lot of things done, but maybe you have a lot of action powers, but you're not very good at relating. And maybe that is a part of your business that's suffering. So it's really good awareness for you to have because this is what I want you to know. We have powers. Then we have areas that we've built skills in, and these are kind of our mid-range areas. They still take a lot of energy from us, but we can do them. But the most important thing that we need to be aware of are what are our areas of weakness? Because if you are working in an area of weakness, and a lot of times we tend to focus on the areas that we're very weak at, trying to get better at them. It's kind of the message that the world has sent to us that strengthen the weakness. That is a lie. I want you to just strike that from your thought process. But in our own business, sometimes we will have to work in our areas of weakness. I can think of multiple things that I still have to do in my business because I've not been able to hire all of them out. But I'm going to give you a process that you can do once you decide what your weaknesses are and you figure them out through the test, then you can start to make a plan of how to work around your weakness. Because when you work in an area of weakness, it depletes you. You can do it, but it takes 10 times the energy that it does to work in an area of power. So don't waste your energy focusing on an area of weakness. That is definitely a trap. The good news is, is if you focus on your strengths, your weaknesses won't matter. Your strengths will carry you through. So even if you're weak at following up or the details, if you have strengths in relationship and action, then you're going to be completely fine. Or if you have strengths in action, but you're not very good in the relationship part, you're going to be fine. It's really good to know this because these are the areas of your weaknesses that you should hire out first. 
And you also don't want to continue to stay working in a skill set only and not be applying your powers to your business. Because once you start applying the power that you have to your business, you are going to see much better results. Because others can do what you were never meant to do. And for us to acknowledge those things that we're not good at, that gives us an opportunity to allow those other people to come into our lives so we don't have to take everything on our own shoulders and we can ask for help where we need it and everything will work much better when we stop trying to do it all alone. So the most important thing is, is that you grab that PDF that I've created for you to assess your powers. Once you do your power assessment, then you can apply that thought process of determining whether it is an area of proficiency or an area of power so that you can answer the questions properly and give yourself a proper assessment. Because sometimes we've built up identities in these areas of skill and proficiency and we are confusing them with strength. I'm very hopeful that you can learn to identify the difference. Once you identify your areas of weakness, this is something that I want to share with you that you can do. I want you to look at your five lowest scoring areas. Those are your weaknesses. So for instance, I have a weakness in focus. So of course, to be successful, I have had to learn to focus. And I can say that the military helped me to focus. I built a skill in focusing. But because I know that it's a weakness, I can embrace that about myself. And I know that when I sit down to work, I need to eliminate all distractions. I also have to keep myself on track by having a plan of exactly what I'm going to do so that I can focus on what it is that I need to do and get done. And I need to have a plan in order to accomplish something. If I don't have a plan and I just sit down, I can waste all day poking around at this and that and starting this and starting that. I don't finish or complete anything because I don't stay focused on one thing. My mind jumps around like crazy. So once you start to look at those areas where you have your areas of weakness, then what I want you to do is to make a list of the things in your business that fall under that category. The struggles that you have in your business that fall under that category. Just make a list. And then I want you to look at that list and think about, are there things on there that I don't really need to be doing that aren't really vital to my business at this point that suck my energy and time and I'm not Obviously, I'm, it's a weak point. I'm not really good at it. So maybe I'm just going to delete it for now. Or maybe there are some things in your weak areas where you need to delegate them. So let's just say that you have a weakness in relationship and you're really good at taking action and creating things and doing things, but you're not so good at the customer service part. What if you could hire out and delegate that to someone else? What if you could hire someone else to check in on customers or to write your thank you notes or to do that piece, the relationship piece with your customers? And then I want you to look at your list. What are the things that you need to be focusing on that are in your power area? And lastly, look at that list of weaknesses and the areas in your business that you feel like you're weak in. And I want you to ask yourself, what is something that maybe needs to be done in my business, but doesn't need to be done right now, that I can kind of put that on the back burner for now. So maybe this is in your area of social media. 
And a lot of people that are highly influential are incredible at social media. But if influence isn't one of your strengths and there's some of the influencing skills that are in the bottom of your range, then you will want to just say, later on, I will work on that area of my business when I can hire help, when I can have some direction on it. But right now I'm going to try to focus on what it is that I'm really good at. Remember, the areas that you're powerful in will trump the areas that you're weak in. But I just want you to be aware of this and make a plan around your weaknesses so that you can stop letting them sabotage you. Now, I want you to go back to your power list. Once you get it done, I want you to go back to your power list. And I want you to identify the areas within your power areas that maybe you are not doing or you are doing, but you need to do more of because now you have identified that it is an area of power for you. For instance, if you find that you have a lot of influential skills and maybe you want to put a lot more effort into social media and showing up on video and showing up in an influencing way. If you're a relationship person, then maybe you just need to have more one-on-ones and more conversations with people. If you're an action person, maybe you just need to take more action. And if you're a thinking person, then maybe you just need to take a lot of the weight off of you and know that you are just a mastermind and you do not need to operate like everybody else. If you have a lot of thinking skills, I promise you, you will be operating at a completely different level than most people. So you need to really lean in to the things that you're good at, the problem solving, the researching, the things that you analyze, being strategic. You stick to that because if we stay within our power area, we absolutely will have success. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this helps you definitely download the PDF to do your power assessment, figure out where your weak areas are, determine what areas are your powers, get very clear on what things are skills compared to powers. If you enjoyed and found value in this podcast, would you mind leaving me a review on iTunes? And I would be so grateful if you shared this with a friend. Thank you so much for listening.